there's just no way that somebody can experience their full potential, their full exploration of, of their own thoughts, their own beliefs, their own values. There's no way somebody can exercise all of their creativity, all their curiosity until they have these five freedoms in place. Need nothing, appreciate everything, have it all. Welcome to the podcast that helps you architect your most self-authorized, productive, and fulfilled life. Join action philosopher Jesse Elder on a journey to greater joy, freedom, and wealth of every kind as he shares insights gained from the leading edge of liberated living. The hardest part is accepting just how easy success can be. And now, Jesse. Welcome back. This is your host, Jesse Elder. And on behalf of the entire team here, I want to welcome you to this episode where we're going to dive into something called the five freedoms. And what the heck is that? Well, in my own journey, uh, these were things that were really elusive. They seemed completely impossible. And yet uh, I realized they are not only possible, it's a lot easier than most of us think to have these five freedoms. And we'll talk about what they are and how they relate to you. Uh, But not only how they relate to you, how these five freedoms are the foundation for living a life uh, that is truly, blissfully, relentlessly blessed with your own adventures, your own creations, living life on your terms, living life as a self-authorized, fully functioning human being where you're doing the things you want to do with people that you love and care about and basically living a life of freedom. How's that sound? Let's simplify it for you. So let's dive right in. What are these five freedoms? Well, the first is freedom of time, time freedom. And we're going we're gonna to dive a little bit deeper into that in just a second. Second is freedom around money. Now, I know a lot of people hear that and they think, okay, well, so what, are we just going to talk about being a billionaire? Not necessarily. The amount of money that somebody has uh, is not always synonymous with the level of freedom and peace of mind that they experience around it. You know, I've, I've met plenty of people in my life who are between residences, uh, aka homeless, who really don't have a lot of money flowing in their life and yet are completely at peace with their existence. I've actually learned a tremendous amount from these individuals. On the other side, I've connected with and and mentored a couple of people who have tremendous net worths, you know, nine figure net worth, somebody who's worth a hundred million dollars or more who still has stress around money. So I wouldn't say that that person is experiencing the freedom around money. So it's not about the amount. It's about our mindset and our feelings. The irony is that as our feelings and our thoughts and our actions around money become more aligned with our purpose, um, you know, with our creativity, all of a sudden the amount of money does start flowing in more and more. So it's kind of a, you know, chicken and egg thing. So we're going to dive into that today. The third freedom you know, number one is freedom of time. Number two is freedom and around money. Number three is freedom of location. What the heck does that mean? Well, for a couple of centuries now, people, human beings all around the planet have gotten used to going to a place to earn their money, going to a place to learn, going to a place to connect with other people. You know, but in the In the late 80s, early 90s, something happened that shifted that forever. You already know what I'm talking about. 
the internet. And all of a sudden, we don't have to physically go someplace to be productive, to be connected. We can do it from anywhere, as long as you've got a decent signal. (laughs) Wi-Fi, what I call, wherever I'm feeling it. (laughs) And so if you can find a way to do what you love, to make money from anywhere, that seems like it might be worth exploring. But it doesn't mean you have to be location independent, as the term goes. Freedom in location really means being at peace with where you are. So it means having a home that inspires you. And I'm not going to get all vision boardy on you. You know, you got to get a big house. And you, no, it's a, having what you want, loving what you want, and then being able to create whatever you want around environment your work environment, your home environment, the ability to travel, if that's important to you. These are all the third freedom, freedom of location. That's a fairly important thing. Number four, fourth freedom. This is freedom in your purpose. And I believe that every human being has a unique purpose, a unique reason for being born that is uh, completely individual to them. I don't believe that that anybody can tell you what your purpose is. I don't believe that anybody can make your purpose up for you or explain it to you. Uh, Although that hasn't stopped a whole bunch of people from trying (laughs) over the years. You know, there's plenty of people throughout the years that have said, I know your purpose or I know God's purpose for you. You know, let's let's uh, this is not a place where we're going to engage in uh, the delegation of your purpose. I believe that you are the one that knows your purpose. And wherever you think it came from, that's totally cool. Uh, that's, that's, you know, between you and, and you, really. What I have observed is this, though, that when somebody is feeling their purpose, when they know deep down inside why they're here, what they're here to do, how to do it, all the, the, the struggles of life just melt away. Purpose carries its own sort of power. It's like your, your vision, or, or maybe that's too big a word. Whatever you want to do in your life carries its own energy with it. There's no resistance. You don't force yourself to do things when you're connected to your purpose. You don't even use perseverance when you're connected to your purpose. Everything just flows for you. Is there effort? Of course there's effort. That's part of being alive. Is there an intensity of of disciplined focus sometimes. Yes, there is. That's a part of being human. But when you're connected to your purpose, when you know what your purpose is, when you can express it or at least feel it deeply inside, you really don't suffer anymore because you see the meaning behind everything that you're doing. So this is something really worth exploring. And you might know what your purpose is. And so this episode will help you to deepen your connection with that. And you might have no idea, you know, like I did for years, what's my purpose? And, you know, I went through years of depression because I was disconnected from my purpose. So regardless of where you're at on that spectrum of purpose, I think you'll find some useful tools in this episode. So what's the last one? First is freedom of time, then freedom of money, freedom of location, freedom of purpose. But there's one more, and this one is really, uh, really key to all of the other ones. And that is experiencing freedom in relationships. I mean, just think about the word freedom. You know, it's such an essential, basic part of our human nature. You know, it's such a, we all want to be free, to think our own thoughts, 
you know, to do the things that we feel drawn to do, to spend time with people that we resonate with. And so freedom in relationships means that every human connection in your life, whether it's personal, professional, whether it's a family, a friend, uh, a loved one, maybe an intimate partner or a professional relationship, a, a client or a customer or your boss or your coworkers, these are all human beings that you are actually sharing your life with. And I believe that every one of those human connections not only can be an energizing experience for, for everybody involved, but I see that energy, having a positive energy relationship, feeling good around everybody in your life, feeling good about everybody in your life. I don't just see that as nice. I see that as necessary. And in my own life, there's been plenty of times when I found myself in a conversation or in some sort of social situation or even in a, in a deeply connected relationship where I realized this is just not energizing. What are we doing here? Like, I'm not happy. They're not happy. What are we doing? Let's do something about this. So those, that energy, that freedom in relationship is essential to creating the other four freedoms. And so this ability to expand these freedoms in your life is not only possible, I consider it foundational to really living the life that you were born to live. And maybe that sounds all pumped up and you know fancy and motivational and all that stuff. But here's the thing. What's the alternative? I mean, what's the alternative to living a life that you were born to live? Um, uh, living a life that somebody else thinks you should live? Well, that's cool. And some people... Honestly, some people want that. Some people just want to be told what to do. They just want to be told what to believe. You know, I just want to delegate their own free will choices to some organization, institution, dogma, theology, outside source, because thinking for themselves is actually scary. Man, it scares the hell out of some people to think their own thoughts, to actually feel their own feelings. So they look around for safety and security, which is actually an illusion, Security is a, a created perception. And yet, once you tap into your own ability to think and feel and to create whatever you want to create, the need for security goes away. There's just nothing to be afraid of when you understand that you're actually far more in control than you think. And I know it's very fashionable lately to say, well, free will doesn't exist. And you know what? For those people who say free will doesn't exist... I say they're free to believe that. <laughs> so back to you and these five freedoms. Where are you right now? I mean, we can take a little inventory. You know, where are you right now in the freedom of time? How many things are on your schedule that you really look forward to doing? You know, given, given the right rest and, and, you know, given the right amount of self-care, what is there on your, on your list to do that you're really looking forward to. And the reason I talk about rest and self-care, because even if you love doing something, if you're, if you're depleted, you know, if you're not sleeping well, or if your uh, nutrition isn't dialed in to where, where you want it to be, uh, or if, you know, if, if you're just feeling kind of frazzled, even the, the thing you love to do will become a burden. I experienced that on and off for years when I was teaching martial arts. You know, sometimes I'd teach class for uh, 10 classes a day, 
private lesson in the morning, 6 a.m., staff training from 9 to noon, then uh, afternoon classes starting at 3.15 all the way until 10 or 10.30 at night. And there was definitely days that as much as I love teaching, it wasn't my favorite thing to do. Because a lot of times I wasn't taking care of myself. This is just a reminder for you that you can, you can love something. You still got to take care of yourself. So what I'm asking you here in this freedom of time, how many things are on your list to do today, this week that you really look forward to doing? And if you can identify those things and if you can, you know, maybe even write them down or just, just put them in your mind, you can actually feel the energy that those activities give you right? You can think about the work, the project, you know, the, the collaboration with, with people that you're, that you like, you know, the friend that you're going to meet for coffee. These are energizing experiences. You know, maybe you like doing more creative things. Maybe you like sleeping in. <laughs> maybe you like to meditate. Maybe you like to go for a walk. Maybe you like to work out. Maybe you like to play music or listen to music. Maybe you like gaming, but these are the activities that you look forward to doing. These are the activities that you find energizing. And then there's everything else. <laughs> there's all of this stuff that we tell ourselves, I have to do this. I don't have a choice. I just have to do it. And I don't know what that is for you. It might be work. It, it might be spending time with somebody that you're in a relationship with, quite frankly. It might be attending a class that you committed to, or it might be, you know, attending a, a form of worship that your family has been committed to for generations, but just doesn't resonate with you the same way that it used to. My point is that freedom of time means looking at every activity in one's life as a yes or no. It either energizes you or it depletes you. It's either a battery <laughs> Or it's a, a black hole. And obviously in one podcast episode or in you know one day, you're not going to unravel all the mysteries of how to create this time freedom for yourself. But I can tell you that it is absolutely possible. In my own experience, I made this a primary focus of my life. And I became very focused on saying yes to things that were energy producing and saying no to things that weren't. It was a very gradual process and it unfolded over a period of time. But I can tell you now, as I'm sharing this information with you here in this podcast, that I have created that for myself. There's literally nothing in my day that I don't look forward to. And there's, there's nothing in my day that I suffer through. If I ever find any resistance creeping up, I either deal with the resistance so that I'm back in alignment with it, or I invite that activity to leave. I don't spend a lot of time on it. It's an easy decision. And I know that you can create the same thing for yourself. Now, you might be listening to this thinking, you know what? I've already got it. Well, if that's the case, awesome. <laughs> I'm happy for you. This is fantastic. But for most of us, we don't have a system in place for creating this time freedom. And that's what these episodes are really going to be dedicated towards. So what about the second freedom? The second freedom is freedom of money. And this is a big one for a lot of us. You know, we're taught that more money is better. But is that the case? I'm not saying less money is better. But the 
energy that we have around money, the feelings that we have around money, the thoughts that we have around money right now in our life, that's actually more important than the amount. Because when you get in alignment, when you're actually thinking thoughts about money that feel good to you, when you, when you have ways of bringing money into your life that feel good to you, and when you're doing things with the money that feel right for you, all the friction goes away. And then what you find is not only do you have peace of mind around money, but you also actually have a lot more financial power. You have the ability to attract, to create through action, the money that you can use to expand your life. Then, And it's a pretty awesome system, the way it's kind of set up right now, that if you have money, you can actually buy time. If you have money, you can actually invest in freedom, freedom in your location, freedom in your purpose. You can actually explore this world more. And I'm not saying money's everything, obviously, but you know what? I've been really, really, really happy and fulfilled in my life with no money. And I've also been really miserable in my life and really depressed and really frustrated with no money. I've been completely miserable and depressed and I've had lots of money. And then finally, I've been very happy and very fulfilled while the money's flowing. I mean, this is four relationships, four experiences of life. Which one do you want? If you choose to be happy and fulfilled and not have money flowing in, that's fine. If you choose to be miserable and you choose to blame the world and blame yourself while you don't have money, that's your choice too. If you choose to be miserable and and grumpy and pessimistic, uh, excuse me, I know that if those people are listening that are very pessimistic, I know you don't call yourself a pessimist. I know you call yourself a realist. (laughs) So if somebody's in that zone and being all grumpy and delaying their joy for some later date while they make lots of money, that's fine. Hustling and grinding with a furrowed brow and making themselves do things they don't want to do so they can make the money come in. That's cool. If that's your game, rock it out. I personally have found it to be a lot more fun to have that fourth uh, relationship, that fourth energy around money choosing to be happy because I can be, choosing to contribute and to connect because I can, choosing to explore and live life on my terms with people who I enjoy because I can, whether or not I have money. I've just observed that money tends to lubricate the whole process. Money tends to be an amplifier of choice. Now, you might be listening to this thinking, dude, that's great for you, man. I think you're doing okay. Easy for you to say, buddy. But it wasn't always that way. I I used to to look forward to Wednesdays at Kroger, the grocery store in San Antonio, because Wednesdays was top ramen, six for a dollar. That was that was when I loaded up on calories. So I remember, I remember what it's like. All I'm suggesting here is that if you desire to have freedom of money, you can. Both peace of mind as well as more cash flow coming in so you can make different choices, not restricted by money cool. How are you doing so far? Are you doing all right? I know for some people, this can be sort of a, a, you know, mind melting conversation. And for others, it's like, yeah, heck yeah, man, this is what I want. And for some people, they're just like, get to the point, Dr. Elder, when is the uh, tactic coming in? 
Well, uh, I'll do the best I can to share not only these concepts, but actually put them into steps and tips that you can use to uh, change these freedoms in your life. Okay. So we're uh, cruising along here. We've got freedom of time, freedom of money. What is this freedom of location then? What is the third thing? Does that mean being one of these, <laughs> these laptop Instagram influencers, uh, you know, posting pictures in all these places and saying, well, this is my beautiful office today. Here's my question. If you're on the beach, why are you working? Why, why, do, why do I need to see a picture of your laptop <laughs> while you're on the beach? Man, if I was on that beach, I would be on the beach and I, I don't think I'd be working. Anyway, that's just me. Uh, I'm not talking about this sort of hyped up, glamorized, you know, photoshopped, fake green screen life. I'm not saying that's not possible and, and that it's not beautiful. It, it is. But freedom of location doesn't mean just leaving where you are. It means being at peace with wherever you are. And that's as much of an inside job as it is an external one. You know, for the last couple of years, I've experienced a mostly nomadic existence where I have my phone, I have uh, a passport, I have a credit card, I have a, uh, a bag, and I just cruise around on, on one-way flights and I go to wherever my inspiration carries me. I do value Wi-Fi. It does help wherever I'm feeling it. That's my definition of Wi-Fi, wherever I'm feeling it. And I enjoy that sort of lifestyle. But you know what? I also enjoy feeling grounded. I love having a space, a physical place to, to root and to sort of cocoon and nest in. The point is, there's not a right way to do this, obviously. My suggestion, if I had one, would be that you create an environment for yourself that feels right for you, whether it's mobile or rooted. And that might be something as simple as just tidying up around your place. It might just mean doing the freaking dishes. It might mean cleaning up some of the stuff. Probably means, for most of us, getting rid of stuff that you don't use anymore, that you don't need anymore. It's clogging your energy, man. It's like you got this sort of materialistic spiritual constipation going on. Have you heard about the documentary on constipation? It hasn't come out yet. That's so bad. I pro that's going to be the, the only dad joke I'm ever going to tell on this show. <laughs> Horrible. But you probably do need to get rid of some stuff in your life. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the stuff in your life. Do you have clothes that you bought when you're in a different frequency, different place in life? Why do you still have those clothes? Are there books that you bought in the hopes that you would read it to get motivated enough to make some change? And every time you look at it, it reminds you that you didn't read the book. Get rid of the freaking thing. Does this make sense? Get rid of the stuff that's in your life that's not serving you anymore. That will upgrade your location. That will upgrade the way that you feel. So it doesn't mean getting a new house, a new place. That can come if you want it. But what feeling do you want? Do you want, do you, do you look forward to returning home after you've been out for a while? Do you wish you could travel more? These are the freedoms of location that I'm talking about. And we'll continue to dive deeper into these and some actual tips on how to create these freedoms in your life. And you've probably noticed by now that these freedoms are actually connected to one another. You know, the more you free up your time to do things that you love, that give you energy, the more that you 
Make peace with your relationship with money so that you're receiving more of it in the form of great ideas that you take action on to create value for other people. I'm not talking about sitting around just, you know, oming all day, waiting for the money to dump on your chakras. <laughs> I'm not saying that can't happen, but I found that to be not uh, as reliable. But there's a relationship between freedom of time, freedom of money, freedom in the location that you have. This is all not only possible, it is essential to get to the other two, to really experience freedom of purpose. Yes, you can experience your purpose, whatever that is for you. You can feel connected to your purpose while you're doing any sort of job. But if you really want to experience the fullness of your purpose, if you want to be on the leading edge of your own existence, if you want to wake up every day feeling fulfilled and, and happy and, and freaking eager about the way that life is unfolding for you, it's possible, but it's so much easier when you have the first three freedoms dialed in. So these freedoms all reinforce each other. Freedom of purpose is worth creating to know that the things you're doing are making a difference, to see evidence of your contribution every single day. In my own experience, years ago, when I was feeling depressed and, and wondering if I even had a reason for existing, wondering if I should even exist, it was connection to purpose that helped me out of that. My connection to purpose and seeing how the things that I did actually mattered. And you know what? They matter for you too. In fact, not only do the things that you do matter, you matter. You matter. Your existence matters. And in case nobody's told that to you recently, or in case you've never told that to yourself, let me take the liberty to remind you that nothing in this universe blinks into existence not a single subatomic particle goes from unmanifested to manifest without a reason. Nothing goes from the unreal to the real without a purpose for doing so. And that means that if you have ears to hear these words, if you have a mind to think about what you're hearing right now, if you have feelings, if you have a body to feel those feelings with, then that means you exist. That proves that you exist. The fact that we're having this conversation right now proves that you exist. And since you exist, and since nothing comes into existence without a reason, well, that proves that you do have a reason. You do have a purpose. You're not an accident. You're not a mistake. There is a reason why you're here. And there's nothing you have to do in order to be worthy of existence. Your existence is proof of your worthiness. The moment you were born and you popped into this physical spectrum, you came into physical existence. That was your entry into this game of life. It was also your admission. You already paid in full, your tuition for being here. Your birth was the entry fee. And the fact that you're here, the fact that you came into existence proves that you are enough. 
right now, exactly as you are. You are enough. And if you allow yourself to feel that fully, if you allow yourself to feel the fullness of your worthiness exactly as you are, you will begin to feel an unfolding of curiosity about what you want to do now. I don't know what your purpose is, but you do. And maybe your purpose isn't some fixed, static thing. Maybe your purpose is this unfolding journey that you continually get to expand. It's like refreshing a browser on a, on a website that's loading. You know, you keep refreshing. Okay, what do we have now? What do we have now? What do we have now? Maybe your purpose is the same thing. I just know that you have one. And as we continue these episodes and as we continue this dialogue, it's my intention and my commitment to continually lean forward into this, uh, this expansion of what purpose might be. And we reach our final, our final freedom. The fifth freedom is freedom in relationships. And as you've probably felt by now, when these other freedoms are in alignment, when you're doing the things you want to do, you have freedom of time, you are no longer stressing about money because you have a peaceful relationship with the money that is coming in and you know how to get more of it. As you improve your freedom of location so that every environment around you, your home, your vehicle, your mode of transport, your travel, all of that is right for you. As you deepen your experience and expression of your purpose, you probably guess by now that your connection to other people begins to show that energy as well. This experience of freedom in relationships multiplies. You begin to feel more free to be yourself around the people in your life and thereby grant them a sort of unconditional freedom to be who they are. In fact, I believe that this is the greatest freedom in life is allowing others to have their own experience. But we can only do that when we're allowing ourselves to have our own experience. I believe that this is the natural state for humans to live in. It may not be normal. You know, there might be all sorts of statistics to prove otherwise that, you know, no, nobody lives this way. Well, I'm here to tell you that that's absolutely false. In fact, the number of people who do live this way is multiplying daily. Just by having a conversation like this one, your own thoughts will continue to multiply and you'll feel your own energy kind of rising to the surface. And I'm not suggesting you make any radical decisions. That's for you to decide. But I do know that these five freedoms are not only possible, they're inevitable when you just begin to focus on them. So every episode that we're going to do from here on out is going to somehow revolve around these themes, sometimes in a really abstract sort of, you know, big thinking, universal kind of way, and sometimes in a very granular, tactical, hey, do this like this, or maybe we'll have a guest on who's experienced these freedoms or a freedom in their own way, and we'll hear from them how they've created and what they did. 
I do know that we're just in for a, a continued amazing ride together. And as these episodes unfold, I look forward to them getting better and better as you get better and better as I get better and better. And we keep riding this wave of expansion because why the heck not? Yeah, but yeah, but Jesse, there's, there's people in the world that don't live this way. I, I just want to help them. Cool. Um, how do you propose to do that? Look, the only way to help somebody is by experiences. And the only way to help someone through an experience is for you to be an experience in their life. I'm not saying go out and be an example so that, so that you change other people's lives. I'm suggesting that other people's lives are changed as a byproduct of you living your life in the most authentic, powerful, clear way that you can. And in closing this episode, there's so many things that our world gives us to change the way that we feel to alter our states, entertainment, sedation through substances, through other people, living voyeuristically by watching the achievements of a select few, deadening the way that we feel about our own freedoms by living vicariously through the accomplishments of others. And I'm not judging and saying that that's wrong. I am saying that we live in a society that gives us all sorts of ways to distract ourselves from how we feel, all sorts of ways to alter our state. And I will tell you this as we finish this episode. In a society that is engineered largely for conformity, to live authentically is to exist in an altered state. As you feel more and more of your own authenticity, your own power, your own clarity, as you source more of your own ideas, as you connect more and more with people who resonate with you and your frequency, you'll find the need for distraction diminishes and disappears because life itself begins to be this sort of self-powering adventure. That's what I'm here for. And on some level, I think that's what you're here for too. This is Jesse Elder, and on behalf of our entire team here, thank you for tuning in. I'll see you next time. Peace and power.